opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and all kinds of other stuff. And poor A.J. falling apart before our eyes. And by the way, it's going to get colder than this, and it already sucks. Let's do this. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman. Mr. Vaccine. Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitzed. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can also watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You should know that number as well. And it's a Thursday, man. The weekend's almost here. Although it sounds like the weekend's not going to be the most pleasant thing that's ever happened around here. Supposed to get uh, colder. And hopefully we won't have any stuff like they had in poor Fort Worth this morning. That was just awful. I've seen some of the videos coming out of there. And uh, what, 100 car crash, at least five dead. 40 more injured at least. Yeah. That sucks. Dude, five dead. I'll be honest. Five dead sounds like. Wow, it, it sounds low That's to a me. Blessing so far, right? I think I don't know. I'm sure there's some bodies I haven't found. Yeah, yet. that's my worry is that they're going to uncover one of these 18 wheelers, and all of a sudden it's going to be massacre yeah. underneath. Yeah, it, it, it was really bad. What's going on, Hoppin? Sports and stuff, man. What's going on? Uh, sports stuff and more. Sports stuff and more. The Texans keep making hires. Yeah, we're getting there, man. We almost got a full staff around this place. All we need now, equipment manager. Who's it going to be? Wait, you need a team president. Team president. Although I'm, I think we all know that's going to be. And also maybe that could be a, du- a dual role. Like yeah. me, I'm the program director, but I'm also a host. Imagine you could have a team president who's also the equipment manager. That that could happen. I mean, I, you, you've, you've, had a, you've got a director of football operations who's also God. Yeah, Monday through Friday, you're like, a, you know, you're shaking hands with, with, with big clients and you're uh, b- brokering ticket deals and things like that. And then on Sunday, you're washing jock straps and you're, you're painting helmets. I mean, that's a, you know, you got to be versatile in 2021. You want to keep your job, you got you to be able to do more than one thing. Well, I saw, I saw on Twitter you're not feeling all that great. Uh, yeah, not feeling all that great. I went and got the first uh, Roni shot today, the vaccine, and... About two hours later, I, I was feeling rough. So I'm, uh, and Lance, Lance told me that tomorrow is going to be worse. He said the day after he got his, his shot was worse than his worst COVID day. So I got, uh, I got some other potentially bad news for you. Oh, great. Bring it on. Um, almost everybody says the second shot's worse. That's what I've heard as well. So I've heard mixed things. I've heard one shot, the first one is worse, or like one vaccine, the first shot's worse, and the other vaccine, the second shot's worse. 
<laughs> All right. And then I had one friend who got both shots from, I think she had the Moderna vaccine, and she said my arm was sore, but other than that, I didn't feel anything different. Well, hopefully you'll feel better tomorrow. But yeah, uh, but I, I, that's also my friends who've had it done said the same thing. The second day was worse. So hopefully, if not, we'll have uh, Patrick Creighton in the bull, bullpen ready to go if you can't make it tomorrow. All right. So, yeah, I, I think... Uh, yeah, you know, that's one of those things where I understand. Um, I understand why people don't want to do it, but I'm I'm still going to do it if I. Of course, I can't get an appointment, even though I'm I'm supposed to be at risk. So, um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not a disabled veteran. Uh, well, I mean, I, they, I didn't have any expectations I'd be getting it today. Uh, I went in there to. Um, the 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 VA is doing they're setting me up with some physical therapy on my shoulder yeah um because I don't really want to have a shoulder surgery yeah um so they're doing that and I went out there and while I was there I was about to leave and they're like hey do you want to get your COVID vaccine today and I was like well yeah let's do it so they put me in a line and it's like a drive through line hmm. uh and got it done. Well, what I, what I understand from some of my friends who are in the medical business, there's a there's always some people who don't come for their appointments, and you can't keep the vaccine. Yeah. So I think some days they're like, "Dude, we got to get rid of these things." Yeah. Well, yeah, they're only allowed to be out of the freezer or whatever for so many hours. Before yeah. You have to chuck them. So. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, the the good news is, man, once you're once you're done with this, you'll be uh, post Rona. I'll be good as new, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, you'll be able to go back out in the world. And do things. So, a couple of things I wanted to get to today, um, right off the bat. Um, did you see what our, our buddy John McLean said about Deshaun? I did not. Uh, he said, he's got something new? He basically says, if the Texans agree to trade him, it'll be the Jets. Okay. Which, that narrows it down quite a bit because, I mean, well, it cuts my total in half because I had two. Yeah, but that's that's what he says, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, that makes the most sense. I'm totally, totally fine with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, if you get the right package, and I don't know that we have any idea that that they'll pull that off, because, and why would you kind of let that leak now? Because you still want to drive the price up, right? I mean, even yeah. if, even if you're trading him to the Jets. Then you want to be able to say, oh, well, look, they're giving us this. How about you throw in another second round yeah. pick? How about you throw in a small child? Well, I, I mean, why would John McClain say that? Like, what, what's he got that would? Um, I'm like, sure. If, it's gonna, if there's a trade, it's the Jets. That just seems like, okay. I mean, it, I mean, it seems, doesn't seem like it's an unlikely landing spot. No. It just seems odd that they would have it narrowed down to one team if he were to be traded. I, I'm guessing well, I mean, I'm sure he's talked to somebody in the organization, but I'm guessing that there have been talks about that. Even if you know they're the Texans keep insisting they're not going to do it, and I think probably the framework of those talks is in the ballpark. Okay, and that's why because um, you know now I'm sure they would go to everybody else and say, "All right, can you beat this?" Yeah. So seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN 713-780-3776. If you want to go in, go on, get in. Somebody says, you're not going to the Jets. You could forget about it. How do you know? 
And Joe Douglas is not stupid. Dude, the Jets would kill to have a guy like this. So, you know, you say what you want, but New York, I mean, that that is something that everybody's looking for. Yeah. So. Maybe that was Deshaun texting in, <laughs> saying the Jets are yeah, It's the Jets. Yeah. Could be. I, I don't think Deshaun exists right now. Has he even tweeted lately? I, I, I haven't seen. I don't follow him. Yeah, I don't either. But typically when when he tweets, it, it gets around. Uh, but no, I, I haven't seen anything from him lately. Uh, by the way, shout out to our buddy Jose who is leaving us. Yeah, R.I.P. Jose. Uh, yeah, he uh, he kind of got a dream job. So yeah, he did. Uh, good guy, really hard worker. Has done a, a lot around here, and uh, uh, he will be missed. So, a guy that was on our on our network or on our uh, station for a long time. Then he's he's lately been working over on the national network. But uh, yeah, he'll, he'll he'll certainly be missed around here. Hey, what's what's Deshaun's Twitter? Did he block you? I'm At Deshaun Watson. I may be blocked. Oh, wow. I wonder if I'm blocked. Ooh, I'm not. Let me see. Uh, No, I'm not. <laughs> he blocked you. <laughs> wow. He says, uh, for football inquiries, contact his agent. And for marketing inquiries, contact his marketing people. So, uh, yeah, well, let's see. I, I don't odd. I don't see any uh, new tweets. I know he took all the text and stuff off of his uh, his Twitter account. But, yeah, why would, he, uh, why would he block you? What did you say? Not sure. Yep, I'm blocked, Bubba. <laughs> I think he also blocked uh, Rachel that does the show with Jerome. I don't know what she's ever said. I've only said nice things about you, Deshaun. Well, also, like I just said, I didn't follow Deshaun, so this this isn't a crippling thing to me. I'm, I'll be okay without being able to follow Deshaun. But, hey, it, be honest. He's got to go out of his way to block you. That's true. Or, um, or his PR people. I don't well, know if he sure. his own Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's probably his agent. So I. Hey, that means they're listening. Good. That's a good thing. But... He hasn't blocked me yet, so I can keep you updated on the fact that he hasn't tweeted anything. If that makes you feel any okay, better. Okay, that does make me feel better. <laughs> I wonder what I did. Uh, I don't know. It's not like I ran, like, I mean, Deshaun Watson is the best thing about that whole organization. It's, so it's not like I'm, like, out tweeting terrible things about Deshaun. I don't know that I've ever tweeted anything about Deshaun. Now, I don't tweet much negativity about Deshaun, I can assure you that. Maybe he doesn't like that you pointed out that he... Put his name on a contract that ties him here. Well, he so did do you that. Pointed out facts. How dare you? Uh, you also you also pointed out that you know, no other elite quarterback goes four and twelve. I did say that. Uh, I probably block you for that if it were me. Okay. I did also have Josh Allen ahead of him in the quarterback rankings. Yeah. I don't. I I have him right behind Patrick Mahomes. Fred's just trying not to get blocked. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've seen I've seen what happens, man. I don't want to get blocked. Now, if he gets traded to the Jets, block away. I don't yeah. care. Good luck in New York. All right. Lawyer Dave hasn't blocked me yet. Not that, yet. That's probably coming. What's going on, Dave? <laughs> no, Fred. No, AJ. Neither one of you guys are blocked. Uh, 
Neither one of you shot anybody or run anybody over lately, so we're good. And Blitzers, if you get in any kind of an accident, give me a call. Lawyer Dave at 713-626-8900. As Freud pointed out the other day, my name means axe maker. I'm going to chop those insurance companies down to size for you, Blitzers. Give me a holler. Yeah, and with this weather, man, there's going to be accidents. So if something happens when you're on the road, you know, God forbid you run into something like they did in Fort Worth, you're the guy to call. That's exactly right. That was a terrible thing in Fort Worth. But we've had multiple car accidents from a variety of reasons, fog, uh, ice several years ago, the last time I think we actually had an ice storm. But, yeah, if you get any kind of a wreck, make sure you're okay. And if, you're, if it's possible, take pictures. Call 911 if that's necessary, and then follow up with a call to me. I'll get you the treatment you need without any money out of your pocket. If your car's crashed and you can't get there, I'll get you a ride. And if you uh, wind up in the hospital for some reason and you get treated wrong by the doctors, you handle that too. Oh, you bet. Uh, if they give you a prescription and they don't tell you what the interactions could be and you get real sick, or sadly, we had a guy lose his legs because of it, sadly, very sadly, yeah, we'll tee it up against those guys. You bet. All right. Tell them how they can get in touch with you, buddy. You can call me at 713-626-8900-247. Or you can email me at LawyerDave.com. Or you can tweet me at LawyerDaveLaw. Or just hit me up if you can't remember all that stuff, and I will put you in touch with the axe man. They need a lawyer. What do they do? <laughs> they had better dial Dave. Need to know your place. Because it's about to get heavy. ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Yeah, somebody... Jets fan on the text line. Deshaun will be a Texan next year. Rather, y'all like it or not. Y-A-H-L-L. That is how a New Yorker would say y'all. Uh, doesn't matter to me. If he's here, great. If he's not, great. <laughs> I, it doesn't affect my life. Yeah, I, I, and whether I like it or not, man, doesn't matter. What I can say is, I mean, obviously the you know the Texans are, are more interesting if Deshaun is here because Deshaun's the best player on the team. I mean, it, 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 he's one of the five best quarterbacks, five, five, six best quarterbacks in the league. Those, you know, it's it's rare that you get to cover a guy like that. Yeah, so yeah. it's, I mean, that and, part and of he's, fun, nice, but... he's fun to watch. He's the only positive from that team last year to watch was him. <clears throat> so that's four nineteen. So but he's also apparently a very sensitive dude. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I think it might be you. Remember, remember when Ben Roethlisberger uh, blocked you? That's true. But Ben Roethlisberger also went on like a mass blocking spree and blocked like well, he blocked me too. Late thousands of people. I think anybody in the media he blocked, but he unblocked me. Uh, what about Kyler Murray? I, I I mean he blocked me. Okay, and it was okay. I guess it was my fault. I'm I'm just saying. That's, what, did, what did I did? It, that's spot, a cadre of NFL quarterbacks. Spot the lie. 
What did I say about what did I say about him that was a lie? Uh, you didn't lie about him. It's just okay. listen. All right, that's that's all. AJ, I AJ, short people don't like to be if called short. They can't short. handle the truth. They can't handle the truth. Short. I mean, but I don't... that now now that Ben unblocked me, I, it was one sixteenth of NFL quarterbacks starting quarterbacks had me blocked. Ben unblocked me, and it was like oh one of thirty two, and now Deshaun, I'm back to one out of sixteen. That's uh, that's disappointing. Yeah, that that I. I I'm not blocked by you. I guess I'm I'm not mean enough. Maybe that's it. Kyler also probably didn't like that you were insulting his heritage. <laughs> didn't you say it was an Oompa Loompa? I don't know. Uh, I don't yes. Know. He doesn't yes. like that you talk about his war-torn he, country no, of Loompa Land. I, I think I, I asked something about like the, if he, like he had, or I said something about he had choices between football, baseball, and the Lollipop Guild. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Guy had choices. I was giving him props. Oh well, we learn something new every day. So I, I, I'm curious because it wouldn't have been anything you tweeted. So it's probably something you said on the show. So if you're involved with Deshaun and you blocked AJ, I'd just like to know. Just text it. I won't. Yeah. I won't remember your number or anything. I'll just. Uh, I just want to know the reason for it. What he said that that pushed Deshaun over the edge. How great would it be if Kyler has like your tweet printed out and up in his locker and has ever since it happened? High school, college, now in Arizona. And he looks at it every single day before practice. I, I don't care. I, I, hey, hope, yeah, you, I hope it drives him. You, I, and I hope he, I mean, I hope he, I, I him. hope he has exactly. all the success in the world. Uh. Except on the weekends, I bet against him. Number three asks, Fred, would the Watson drama be the equivalent of you stop being an ancient alien theorist? It's ancient astronaut theorist. And uh, I think this is a little worse. And Omega Man says, tell AJ I love him. And see, the, the people Thanks, love you. Omega the Man. people love you. It's, it's just the quarterbacks. So basically, if you're a quarterback, you're against AJ. I honestly can't think of a single thing you've said on the show. I don't know. That would, I, I, that would get you by. Yeah, you must have tweeted something that went the wrong way. But you never tweet awesome. at these guys. Somebody, I the, never tweet the, the at Twitter athletes. tattle. The Twitter tattletales make sure they see it. But yeah, that's I don't do. I don't tweet at athletes, and that's maybe the worst part of covering the UFC, which I and I'm not as big into MMA Twitter as I used to be. But I used to have some pretty good. Yeah, I still have some pretty good connections in the sport. And when I talk about, you know, uh, talk about fighters or b- being washed up or whatever, instantly there's MMA Twitter is the worst about tagging fighters and saying so and so would beat your ass in an instant. I'm like, oh really? Uh, wow, Alistair Overeem would beat me up. You've you've broken <laughs> news, my friend. You're a newsman. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? The uh, think about it this way: this is a badge of honor. This guy's got 1.7 million followers, and he took time out of his day to block you. I mean, that's pretty badass. I, I gotta say, I, I think that may, that elevates you to superstar level. How many? How many followers? Like 1.7. How many following? That's you know what I'll check that because that gives you a better idea of how engaged he is. Seven hundred and sixty. Okay. Wow. That's that's more than I follow. How did I get on his radar like that? that that's man. Now I got to know. Now look look up his agent and see if his agent blocked. That's you twice too. as many people as, as I follow. Yeah. Well. 
Does it, is his agent on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. What's his? Uh, it's well, of course, you can't get it from Deshaun's thing, but there's a link to it on Deshaun's Twitter. Account. David Mulligetta. Yeah. Yeah. David M U L U. I'm not blocked by him. Okay. Well, there you go. So it, it has to be his publicist, right? Yeah. Or maybe him. Or maybe him. Maybe he was a listener. Well, he should have been. We've been saying nothing but nice things about this guy from the beginning. I, I said he was my favorite quarterback in that draft when he was drafted. I've been excited about him. I think he's acting like a, a child now, which is disappointing. But I don't blame him for being pissed either. Stupid organization. Uh, by the way, soccer matters tonight. Glenn will recap today's FIFA Cup World Cup final. Oh, good. Bayern Munich over Mexico's Tigres. I want to talk to uh, I want to talk to Glenn about that nine nothing game. <laughs> I mean, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, I still can't, I'm not getting over that. Yeah, maybe uh, Aaron, why don't you check and see if Glenn will pop on the last segment with us, and we we can do the crosstalk thing like a real professional radio like a show. radio broadcast. Yeah. What do you think? As long as I'm still alive by then. That'd yeah, be well, I, I'm starting to worry about your chances of making it through the show. Well, I mean, now my now my uh, emotions have been crippled by the latest news. Yeah, that's, that's true. You go to see, hey, is Desha- I think maybe Fred snitched me out to Deshaun. And then he this uh, it's whole, this whole elaborate setup like, hey, have you seen, AJ, have you seen Deshaun tweet anything lately? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, am I blocked? Are you blocked? 100% now, Fred went and ran, told Deshaun something I said, and he got me blocked. Mm. You want to admit to this? No, sorry. You had no we're not. We're not friends. Somebody did bring up, Tennis Tony brought up, you did say Trevor Lawrence was the best quarterback to come out of Clemson. Uh, I said Trevor Lawrence had a better college career than Deshaun. Mm. And that's just numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I... Get knowing you, you probably didn't say it like you didn't phrase it that way. And and you've been pretty strong that you'd much rather have Trevor Lawrence. So maybe maybe you heard that. Do you, but do you think that Deshaun is like would be offended by that? Or don't you think he and Trevor are probably boys? I don't know. Maybe there's a little competition going on there. I don't know. Well, I don't care. I I I I, I certainly. I mean, the the number of professional athletes that I follow on Twitter is very very small. So it doesn't bother me. I'm, I'll get over it. I don't think I follow any athletes. I'd have to go back and look. I wish that I could just go ahead and get, like, a couple more would follow me so I could have a good, clean number. Like, <laughs> give me, like, five. If, I, if five NFL quarterbacks block me, I'll put that in my uh, my Twitter bio, blocked by five NFL quarterbacks. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I, I think, uh, well, I'm going to go do a Twitter purge this weekend, but I don't know that I follow any athletes. Mostly I follow... People I know and news people, so I get information. But see, once you're blocked by five NFL quarterbacks, then you're just going to get more NFL players pissed off because then you can tweet out, I'm blocked by more guys than Deshaun Watson gets blocked by on the field. I mean, I follow Josh Allen. I follow... Maybe that's it. I follow a handful of uh, MMA fighters. Yeah, I imagine you. there's a But outside of MMA guys... Yeah, I follow MMA guys that we've had on the show that more than once, generally... But boy, I, so Josh Allen, I'm I'm like still scrolling to find my the next professional athlete that I follow. It's not an MMA guy. <laughs> um, Buzz Williams is a professional coach. Well, but you always did a thing with him for yeah. A year. I mean, we 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 talked. 
Um, fighter. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Where do you find that? I can't even find mine. Like you just hit on, uh, does Booker T count as a professional athlete? Yes, Booker T counts. Okay, so there's my second professional athlete. I don't think he counts because he works with me. True. Uh, Is it under settings and privacy? No, just go to profile and, and where it says followers and it shows the number of people you're following. You you click on that number. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... I'm getting way down the page and I haven't found another professional athlete that I follow. So, it, it's it's pretty rare. I follow some poker. Oh, Mario Ellie. Yeah, that but only because I've done work with him too. I don't like. I've I've worked with him. Uh, I follow Sasha Reisenhoover, but that's because she came on our show all the time when she was here. The jockey. Yeah, I, I the the amount of professional athletes that I follow that I don't know personally is very small. Ricky Williams, uh, that I I also know him. I follow Rick and Morty and Justin Roiland. <laughs> Not really athletes. Uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, does he count? Kind of, yeah. Okay, there's two then. About I don't know Stone Cold Steve Austin. Taylor McCard? I We know him. Yeah, okay. Boy, that, that's... Dana White, does that count? We know Dana athlete. White. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, it, it's... it's a, So, yeah, I, I, it doesn't, it's not the end of the world for me. I, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> All right, let's, I'll survive. Let's take a quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios... Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And uh, we go to the HRNP listener line where we're joining. Oh, I was, uh, I'll introduce Okay, you go yeah. ahead. The, uh, you go right ahead. The sir. South Central Chapter President and uh, is Linda Bates and the South Central Chapter Board of Trustees member Michael Love uh, join us on the program. How are you guys doing? We're great. Thanks for having us on. So, doing well. I, I was, I guess, until I heard about uh, about this from our promo staff, I didn't know that the MS one hundred and fifty was even going to take place this year. What, how's it? What, what's it going to look different uh, than than the last time you guys ran this thing? It's going to look a lot different, just like everything else in the world these days. I think so. We really felt like we wanted to keep the momentum going with the MS one hundred and fifty and make it happen if we could. So we decided to to do it again this year on May 1st to just have a one-day ride. So we're having um, four starts, three out of Houston to College Station and one from LaGrange to College Station. So a one-day ride versus our normal two-day ride, but um, really looking forward to it. So is anybody doing this, the full 150 in, just in one day? Is that possible? No, but we do have a 100-mile option, which is a big deal for a lot of people. So doing a century route this year. So that might um, be what Fred more does. About, um, more about the fundraising and, and raising awareness for people living with MS and, and having a great cycling experience. I think a lot of people out there in the community want to get out and ride, so we want to give them that chance. I know that you know last year that was a, a, a bit of a bummer, and then you guys raise a, lo- a lot of money for this you know for this charity, and it, this is something that you know. I mean, obviously last year was it, it, nobody nobody really knew what to do, and you, you had to be overly cautious, which is understandable. 
but it, there's they lost out on a lot of money that they're used to uh, to hauling in every year because the MS one fifty is one of the the bigger MS fundraisers in the country, right? Absolutely. So the Texas MS-150 is the largest fundraiser for multiple sclerosis in the United States. It's actually the fourth largest cause-related ride in the U.S. as well. So it was a huge hit for us last year not being able to have the ride, um, but we still raised $7 million. But normally we raise about $14 million for this ride. So we wanted to be able to still come out and try to have the event um, in re- in real life this year, in person, and making sure that it's extremely safe because the people we serve, and Micah can talk to this, are very immune compromised. So we need to make sure we have a safe event um, and everybody feels comfortable out there riding, um, but still socially distanced. Yeah, I, I've always thought it was a, a, a great thing, a, a, really a great tradition as well. Um, and, you know, a, a, do you think that, this is something that people can feel safe coming out and doing. Um, absolutely. Um, feeling safe. I'm a writer myself, um, to where that's one um, caution that I have, um, as Linda alluded to, I also am riding with MS. Um, I, I was diagnosed with MS in 1999. So in me having the confidence in going out and riding with other riders, um, in this time of COVID, um, from what the MS society has laid out, I feel very confident that everybody will be safe going forward with that. And also, I have to say that I'm a long-time listener, a big-time fan of this show also. So I'm excited to be here, if anything. All right on. Well, we're glad to have you, man. Uh, guys, the, uh, the Texas MS-150 coming on Saturday, May 1st. Uh, it's going to be hosted at a one-day in-person experience. Uh, and they, they, they've got, if you want, a dis, you want a discounted entry, 15% off your registration fee uh, when you use the code TEAMUP, T-E-A-M-UP. Uh, 15% off the current registration fee. So get out there, get registered, and uh, and start helping out these people with MS. Micah, Linda, appreciate the time with you guys. Uh, and Micah, appreciate you listening and uh, and everything no you guys do for the charity. Appreciate it. All right, thanks Thank for having you, me. Guys. All right. That's, uh, that's Linda Bates and Micah Love uh, from the MS-150 board. So yeah, if you want to be involved in that, team up. 15% off your registration fee. At the ESPN 97.5 homepage. There you go. So just go right there. And that, that's a great event. I've known a lot of people who've done it for a bunch of years. We were actually planning to do it last year. And obviously, that didn't work out. It says here there's a 10-mile option. No, 15-mile hmm. option. Okay. Maybe I can do 15 miles. Uh, I can do 70. The, that they've got one for seventy. I don't know that I I want to do more than that. Well, I'm talking about like doing it without training at all. Like yeah. you would have to do some kind of a training. Like you'd have to ramp up to riding seventy miles, right? Uh, I'd, or could you just get on your bike today and ride seventy miles? I probably could, but I'd I'd like to get a couple <sighs> runs in first. But um, I could do fifteen right now. I mean, I think the mo- I think I've done sixty is the longest I've gone, and I still had something left for that. When but I, was, I was also in, in much better shape and running and biking every day, pretty much. When I was in Austin, and I was I was even fat in Austin, I, I was running my mouth about marathons, and I said, "Well, I could run." A, I was making fun of people running half marathons. I, was, I could run a half marathon with no training, and I did it, and it was really miserable. And uh, over under three hours ten minutes. Uh, I don't even remember what my time was. <laughs> that I, means over. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do think it was close to three hours, so it was it was right around there. Uh, but my feet were just shredded and like you, I, yeah, I did it one time and it you was, you need to be, you need to work up to stuff like this. Well, and I, I'd been building up to it, uh, for a while and it, it was, uh, it wasn't fun, 
but I felt, you know, I felt like I accomplished something. Um, so I said, my mother has MS, was recently submitted to a nursing home. Long-time listener, never called, but love that story. Thank you so much. So, uh, see, we, we try to do some good things around here on occasion. All right, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, if you want to get in, we'll be happy to take some calls on the HRMP listener line. And A uh, couple of things. Uh, did you see what happened? to You see Gina Carano is out on The Mandalorian. She got fired. Yeah. Um, My wife just texted me two two hours and 54 minutes. Okay, it's pretty good. I, I didn't do much better than that, I can tell you well, that. There you go. So. I weighed over 300 pounds, I'm pretty sure, when I did this. Yeah, but you were really 20-something, right? I was in my 20s. Yeah, yeah. I did mine in my 50s. So, yeah, I, I mean, she basically, she got into Jews and Nazis on her Instagram, and, and that's pretty much a killer these days. Um, I mean, her other tweets that, I guess, made them mad, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't see anything really wrong with them. It's an opinion shared by a lot of people about how things should be opened up and let them make the choices. It wasn't anything too crazy to me. But when you go full Nazi, that's that never that never works out. So that country singer we were talking about apologized and said he was getting counseling and stuff. You know, remember the other day how his Yeah, his, Morgan Wallen. Yeah. He he apologized? He did. Well, I mean that's step one. It doesn't mean that it just goes away though, right? No, but he also it, like it, what happened to the NASCAR well, guy that said the N word on that training simulator? He's running. He's racing again. He's racing. Yeah. Okay. How um, long, how long did he have to be sit out? How long do you got to be in timeout? Like six months. All right. Six months. That's the if that's what we've set. Six months. But you got to lose all your sponsors and stuff too, right? I mean, he did. Yeah, I think it's only right. But did y'all watch the video? Of this Morgan Wall. Yeah, guy? I, d- I did. Because he was saying it to his friend, like, as a term of endearment kind of thing. Just like several non-white people. You have to learn. You, that is not that. a term of endearment. For That's the same thing the NASCAR guy said. No, he had the ER on there. But he said we call each other that. Like, But it, it, hard R or A, whatever. Like, you, you saying, oh, me and my friends call each other that as a term of endearment. That doesn't work for white people. I get it. I'm not saying it wasn't dumb for him to do it. But every headline and every story I read made it sound like he called a black guy that in a, like, hateful way. No. And then I, you go back I heard and watch that the he video. said it like, uh, it like it wasn't meant to be said out loud to anyone, really. Like, it was – he was having I mean, a he was discussion also drunk that got overheard. Yeah. Well, and he admitted that, and now he's been sober for nine days, which means his music's going to suck, so he needs to go back to drinking. Well, isn't his whole shtick but, about whiskey? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that song we played was whiskey. But you know what? I Whiskey glasses, blah, 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 whiskey glasses. How are you going to do that song anymore? What's his name again? Uh, Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. He's going to do like they do in the movies. You put uh, apple juice in there. <laughs> uh, Is that how they do it in the but, movies? Yeah. Well, John Belushi died from chugging that Jack Daniels fifth. Uh, no, that's not what killed him. No? Oh. no there, was, there was some heroin and stuff. Oh. But, um, but no, you know what? Uh, and... Maybe an unpopular opinion. If the dude really, I mean, I, I think a lot of this, these things that happen are just lack of education. And I don't believe that. Well, I do. Okay. How old is that guy? 
you grow up a certain way, and, and we see this all the time, and it's it's normal in your household, and you you're inside a, a box basically. There's a lot of people that are like that, and they don't change until somebody they meet somebody. It's I, like there's people who are anti-gay until they find out their brother's gay. Right. I mean, it, it, things have to be personalized, and I'm not defending the guy. He should have never said it. What's but, his name again? Morgan Wallen. I got to see where this guy grew up. But he also, you know, he said the right things, and he is getting counseling and, and working with groups to educate himself on why that's so offensive. I'm, I, that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to kill a guy for stuff like that. I mean, maybe he has learned. If it pops up again, then no, he's a liar and screw him. But yeah, he's from Tennessee. That's right. But we're we're talking about a twenty-seven-year-old man who's been in the entertainment industry now for six, seven years in country music. Let's he, be honest. When he was on The Voice, he was on Usher's team. Well, Usher, a black man. All, all I know is that you give people too much credit for not being stupid. And I would just tell you, if you'd spend a few days reading the text line, you'd realize where a lot of this comes from. People just aren't real bright. Or they just don't care. Or they don't care. And I it think could that, be that. I, and I, I mean, I don't know. If, is this, does this guy have some sort of mental handicap? Is he the first like uh, slow adult to make it as a country music star? Not that I know of. Because I don't I th- know too much about the guy. I, I, most, at this, most 27-year-old people at this point, they know you can't say that. Like that's not a matter of where you grew up. That's like once you get, one, if you were talking about like a nineteen-year-old kid, a college football player, or something, or, or or something like that, or a kid from Canada who's never seen a black person in his life, a college or a guy who's going to the NHL said it. I, okay, maybe I'll let you plead ignorance, but a twenty-seven-year-old dude who's been in the in the music industry for six years. He knows better. He just didn't care. Or he's stupid. You don't give people enough credit well, for being if you stupid. Don't care, if you don't care, you're stupid. Okay. Well, because you're, I mean, you're then easily. Then why, why are we arguing about this? The guy's stupid. Well, he's stupid. All right. And, you know, if he learns from it, great. All right. I got to tell you guys about Pajamagram. Guys, pajamagram.com. This is the place to go. You're, you're running out of time, boys. Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. If you're still looking for a great Valentine's gift for that special someone, give her the gift of comfort and relaxation this year. Tempting Touch Pajamas, exclusively from our friends at pajamagram.com. These are going to keep her warm and cozy from head to toe all year long, and they complement her every curve, and, you know, we we enjoy that. They're made with micro velvet, which is apparently the softest fabric known to man. Uh, The pajama scientists have found it to be the softest material in the world, and, guys, it's irresistible to wear. They beg to be touched. You're going to love them, too. Check them out at pajamagram.com. And best of all, every pajamagram includes free gift packaging, which means you don't have to wrap a thing. Guys, time's running out. Get her these Tempting Touch PJs. Get your free gift packaging today. Go to pajamagram.com. It's fast. It's easy. Delivery by Valentine's Day. Guaranteed. That's pajamagram.com. Tell them AJ sent you. And if I'm ever going to move on. To the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I can explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion.
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. You know, I'm amazed at how mean people are these days. Um, did you see that... Uh, Cardinals are expected to uh, cut Patrick Peterson. No, looks like the Cardinals are going to cut Patrick Peterson. Well, how much? What percentage do you think Patrick Peterson is now of prime Patrick Peterson? Eighty, mm, maybe. He's still really good. Yeah, I, I feel like he's still really good. He's just no longer he, like. Yeah, he's not a dominant guy. I mean, he'd be useful. Yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about here. Nobody wants to come here. No, I mean, I just for anybody, he'd yeah. be useful. I, I mean, I guess his, his cap hit's probably terrible. I was looking at the, uh, if you, I, I know, like, um, you know, we, we we talk a lot about quarterback salaries and stuff like that. And when you think about the cap hits for some of these guys, we all agree Patrick Mahomes is, is a really special player, right? Uh, Yeah. His cap hit this year was like fifteen million. Next year it'll be twenty one point seven. His cap hit, no, his cap hit this year was five million. Next year will be twenty four. His cap hit in twenty twenty three will be forty two point five million. Like at some point, does it become like God? Is, like, I get that he's great. Is he that great? Hmm. I. I don't think any of those guys. I, I I don't think any quarterback should take up that percentage of your cap. Do you know what his cap hit would be? Let's say he makes it to twenty twenty seven. He's signed through twenty thirty one. Right. I don't know if he finishes that contract, but let's just say, for for the sake of this argument, he makes it to twenty twenty seven, which would be his age thirty two year. Do you want to know what his cap hit would be that year? What would, what would that be? Fifty nine point nine five million dollars. You know why that's going to wind up being an awful deal is because they were counting on the cap going way, way, way up every, and every it's year. Not. And I don't know. I don't think it's going to. And, and the Chiefs may have to cut Patrick Mahomes at some point or else he'll have to they'll ju- redo the deal. He'll have to be like, OK, I'll redo it. Yeah. Um, to still get his money, just spread it out. So what a crazy like I and I get, you know, paying your your quarterbacks. Like it's it's not egregious to have these guys with cap hits of forty million, but when you get into like the forty five, sixty million, some years, that's how do you even have a team? How do you field a team? Um, they're they'll have to. Obviously, this is what everybody deals with, right? This is why. Aaron Rodgers is unhappy with what's around him with the Packers, and Russell Wilson's unhappy with what's around him with the Seahawks. Well, at some point, this is what you get to. Yeah. And, you know, he deserves that contract because he deserves to be the highest-paid quarterback. He deserves to be paid a bunch of money. But you're not going to be able to to keep stud talent around him for long unless you continue to draft brilliantly, and you're still going to have to turn things over. Um, But 
I, I think that's going to look a lot worse in a couple of years simply because the cap is not going to go where Agreed. people thought. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776, if you want to get in. I'm happy to take some calls. And, um, yeah, it's it's funny because one of the one of the guys that we're missing this year was uh, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, and I'm, I see it's his birthday on there. He, he's a really, really good player for the Chiefs. He opted out before the season to basically clean bedpans in a COVID ward for old people. So, um, in uh, in uh, I believe in Montreal. Really? Yeah. That's why he missed the Super Bowl. That's why I missed the whole season. He opted out before the season so that he could help people. Good for him. Yeah. So he mentions the Flacco contract after the Super Bowl. That's kind of the. And, and, and Jared thing, Goff. Jared Goff. Yes, but I mean, we don't. None of us think that Patrick Mahomes. Is, like no one had any. No one has any questions about Patrick Mahomes. Like if he's good or not. Right. Like, or, after Joe Flacco won the Super Bowl, there were still people, like, myself included, that said, "What are you guys going to do? Pay him now? Like you're going to pay him like he's the guy? You know he's not. Right. But you also didn't want to let him walk away after what he just did. You're in a tough spot." But the Chiefs decided to do a ten-year deal with that has numbers like that in the middle of it. It makes it almost impossible for him to live that contract out. And now you're talking about losing him at age 32. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't think it'll come to that. I think what will happen is they'll redo the deal. That's uh, that's pretty commonplace. Now, especially, you know, uh, on the flip side, um, if he gets hurt. And you're stuck with that contract. Like, what if he? What if he has something like he gets uh, Bob Griffin, where he can still play, but he's not as effective. Then what are you dealing with? You're dealing with a guy who's not able to carry a team the way he does. Still good. I mean, he'll still be a good player. But what if he can't carry the team and you're paying him that, and you're in the middle of it? That's uh, not ideal. Yeah. And we just saw. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has good weapons, but it's not always enough just to have, like, a really good quarterback. Now, especially if you can get to that guy, as the Bucs yeah. did, that they dominated the offensive line, which meant he, you know, he was having to try to make these plays where he's falling down and everything else. And, and, and the big question becomes, as this roster starts to erode, which it will, because it's inevitable. When you pay your quarterback, the roster around him starts to erode. When it does, is he still good enough to carry a team of so-so talent? We'll find out. Uh, I mean, I'm, and, I'm sure and, he you can know what? to what? a like I, he could do it certainly to a Russell Wilson level. Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson carries so-so talent to at least a, a competitive level to a to a they're a playoff team every year. Yeah, I I don't doubt that Mahomes can do that. I'm questioning whether Mahomes can carry them to the level that. He has the last two years. No, but I think you've asked that question about every quarterback who gets that contract. I do, and and there's a I I listen. Do you think it's a coincidence that Tom Brady has basically never been the highest paid quarterback in the league? No, although he's getting paid good money in Tampa now, but he is. Um, but no, I mean that well, I most think, of his dynasty run, <laughs> he was a discount quarterback. Had he been taking the full lot, had he been the highest paid player in the league? like he probably should have been, considering he's the greatest player of all time. 
do you think that they would have won as many Super Bowls? I think the answer is for sure no. I don't know because the one thing they were always really good at in New England is finding these undrafted guys and seventh-round guys who turned out to be really good players. And then they would go out and spend that money on, you know, one or two guys to try to help Brady. But, I mean, they, I, I, you look at that team, there's, like, they never, they didn't keep Richard Seymour. They didn't keep Ty Law. I mean, whenever guys got to where they were about to get paid, they let him go. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it helped certainly that he did that. But I, I when was the last time a team now? And, well, I guess it's not fair to ask because we just now got into these 30, $35 million contracts. Right. So where they're taking up that much room under the cap. And I, I think, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I, 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 this is a, a different era that we're moving into. Maybe you can't win. Maybe maybe it's it's almost fluky to win a Super Bowl, and I say that. And Aaron Rodgers was one game away. Just happened to run in the same guy that beat Mahomes. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Let me tell you guys about TGS Insurance. You want to save money on your homeowner's insurance? TGS a good way to do that. And they say they save me a bunch of money. Save me over a thousand dollars a year on my homeowner's insurance. You got to pay it anyway. Why, why not why not pay less? Uh, listen, it's very simple. You text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back and ask for your address. You send that in, boom, they're going to send you a full quote with excellent coverage within 15 seconds. And here's the deal. You can compare it to what you've got now. The average customer saving $900 a year. Now, Graham down the hall saving 2600 bucks a year. So it means you might save less than 900 because it's got to average out, right? But... The the truth of it is, you're likely to save some, and if you're not going to save any, good for you. At least now you've got the peace of mind of knowing you've got yourself a great deal. They'll take care of the back end. They'll get you out of your old contract, get you refunded on that policy, and start you saving today. Text the word money to 232323 today for TGS. I came home nice, but I'm going back mean. I'm about to globe trot when they know a vaccine up. Zach lost, but they know exactly what's going on. Made a mill, and I don't know what to blow it on. I tell a critic, shut up like my show is on. Give it to you. ESPN 97. Five.